Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Mistletoe Secret. I am clean, green, silky pastures, Trey Plutnicki. And I am a spruce tree with a map on the back of the Declaration of Independence carved into the bark, Daniel Conkall. And we've we've got a we've got a Hallmark film, a Daniel. Hallmark movie, and this this has the hallmarks of a Hallmark movie. Yeah, truly. Hey, Daniel. Yeah, it's Miss Christmas. It's Miss Christmas. Was this weird for you since it's set in Chicago? <laughs> you know, like I was trying to. Um, so I, when they said it was set in Chicago, I yeah. immediately. I, I was like, oh my gosh, let's let's get in here. I I live in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um. I, this whole Christmas tree lighting thing, you yeah. know, I haven't lived in Chicago for very long. Um, and I do believe that they have a Christmas tree lighting, but where they were standing did not look like where I think the Christmas tree is. No. Uh, because I think the Christmas tree is downtown right next to the bean. Yeah. And I didn't, and I didn't see any bean. No, it's every, 2017. Sh- every shot they show could be literally any city you don't yeah. see millennium park you don't see uh wrigley field you don't see you don't see the l you don't see the l you don't see the river even no it's really weird how they because i understand not wanting to show the bean right like, yeah well that's, that's a that's a guy's artwork yeah like i get that but just like there's no pan over of the river there's not even like a hey chicago you know the city that's kind of famous for like it's kind of split in half a little bit by a big ass river. Let's show the river. And they don't. It's just like, look at all these buildings. Yeah, it was weird that there were no really. Um, I mean, there were establishing shots, but there weren't like like I didn't know we were in Chicago until. <laughs> look, it's Chicago's own Holly, a.k.a. Miss Christmas. And it's like, what? Where? What? I knew it wasn't what? New York because I didn't see Empire State Building. Or the, yeah. And then otherwise it could have. It could have practically been any city, any coast, any direction on Welcome the United to States Hallmark, map. Welcome to Hallmark, baby. Like, Where yeah. every city looks like Vancouver because it is. Because it is Vancouver. Um, oh. So we got Miss Christmas. Yes. Uh, this, this woman named Holly was donned Miss Christmas by her father, and somebody called her Miss Christmas once on air. Uh, and it stuck. She's Nobody the creative shut director. Up about it. Yeah, she will never. She she will <laughs> refer to herself in the third person as Miss Christmas constantly. Yeah. to solve solve problems, sort of like in a superhero and, type. And way. don't even worry, there is a climactic moment where she's halfway crying and says, "I don't think I want to be Miss Christmas anymore." And my notebook flew across the room. <laughs> <when that happened. laughs> There's also a moment where. Uh, she it's she sort of whispers to herself come on miss christmas <laughs> you got this miss christmas oh um, my god <laughs> it's very good uh okay so she's the creative director for the radcliffe center yeah and the is radcliffe center thing? sponsors i did not look it up i don't think you know, that's a real take thing. a take a peek at that uh radcliffe is spelled oh Rad, my god it then, is yeah no and then cliff oh it is it's the chicago christmas tree Oh, perfect. This is, yeah, it's the official it's the official tree. It is in Millennium Park, which is even more confusing. Yeah, that didn't look like Millennium Park when they showed it. No. I, I mean, and you know, maybe it is. Maybe it is. But Oh my god, erection of the frame and construction of the tree cost the city $300,000 before they decided to go to a single individual tree. Um So, 
Yeah. She's a director of the. Uh, she's a creative director for the Radcliffe Center, which means she gets to choose the tree mm-hmm. and find the tree, and uh, is in charge of decorating the tree. And she is Miss Christmas. Uh, yeah. And she is a functionally kind of a business a business boy in 100%. this moment. Hundred percent. Um, at the beginning of this movie, uh, the tree that they have, uh, that is ninety five feet tall. That's crazy. <laughs> Um, that's so tall yeah uh so let's, let's also it's got to the... be said the tree it starts this movie starts with a flashback to the previous year's christmas she kind of watches this as motivation i thought that was kind of clever actually yeah, very cool um the beginning of this is some cool little shots there's a walk and talk there is there is an Aaron Sorkin, Sorkin walk and talk, walk and talk yeah. in this movie. I literally in the West down, Wing and in the Radcliffe um, Center. The the tree from the flashback, and honestly, the tree they end up with, they they don't look good. No, they. I mean, I've okay, Daniel. Yeah. Uh, this is this is my certified one moment to have a hot take this <laughs> mm-hmm. episode, and I'm foregoing. Daniel, wow, you only under, one. Oh understand what I'm sacrificing here? Yeah, because I have a starred hot take in my notes. I have that, two. I think here you have two. Okay, that I have two. I got a okay, couple then. of moments in this movie. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, so I think Christmas, generally speaking, the big boisterous Christmas trees are kind of mid yes and and here's why you look at the rockefeller tree and you're like whoa that's a big tree Mm -hmm. but when they put the lights on the lights are the same the entire tree yeah and uh, listen all of the professional christmas tree decorators that listen to our podcast because obviously they would can come in and tell me and be like trey do you know how much design goes into those christmas trees do you know like the how they need to articulate there's a dimmer for every bulb on that tree movie is to be believed Christmas tree designers place each individual ornament on these large Christmas trees because yeah. she literally does that at the end of this movie. Yeah. So I think, uh, generally speaking, I-, I think both of these trees are mid, and I think most big Christmas tree decorating is uh, is mid and only cool because it's big. I- and I think these are beautiful trees. The tree they set. The, the conflict of this movie is. They lose a tree 10 days before the tree is supposed to go up. Holly has to find a new one. She's terrible at this. I don't know how she is this bad at it, considering I can't figure out what she does the other 11 months out of the year. Like, like what? I, well, here's here's my thing. Yeah. I feel like if that's my job, I have I have like 30 backup trees 100%. that are like on the ready. Ready you to know? go. Uh, especially because, like you said, you have 11 months to, to deal. And how many places, A, have 90 foot tall? 95 feet tall is massive. It's huge. That is yeah. ginormous for a tree. So there's only a couple places that have trees that big. Only a couple of those places that aren't like protected land or reservations or national parks. Like places like that where these trees can really grow, right? Mm-hmm. A couple of places that you can get them to Chicago within the amount of time you need. And she's been doing this job for years. You don't have the relationship set up with these 25, maybe 30 people who fit that criteria where you can yeah. just be like, oh, my God, Jim, my, my, my tree fell through. Do you have one we can come by and get up? I, I just need a good one. It doesn't have to be your best one. Just a good one. Jim goes, absolutely. Oh, no, Jim's like, oh, no, I can't make it. Okay, that's fine. Hey, Meredith. 
I need a tree, right? That's what you do. Instead, she reads these letters that people have sent in that's like, pick my tree, pick me. <laughs> and she finds this one from this little boy who's like, I've got, a tr- have I got the tree for you, Miss Christmas? I saw you on the telly and I, lo- I want you to take my tree. So she goes and gets his tree. Um, I So to talk about that big box of tree submissions... Um, oh my God, it's a thousand envelopes. It's it's so many envelopes. And I guarantee in the same way with actors auditions that 20, <laughs> like, probably no. eight, like if it's a thousand envelopes, 800 of those are trees that are like 15 feet tall. Yeah. And people who are on the other end pissed that it didn't get picked because, oh, they have to go with the big tree. Which, hey, it's me. I'm in a Hallmark movie. I'm looking around like, oh, God, I lost this tree. Oh, no, there's a hunky Christmas tree. So I'm automatically like, okay, I'm in a Hallmark movie, right? What am I going to do in this situation? Obviously, I'm going to take advantage of the season for love and forgiveness. I'm just going to put out a tiny little Charlie Brown ass tree there and be like, Look, we decided to give the money to the city to do something. And everybody goes, wow, great. I've saved myself work. I've saved the taxpayers money. I've reinvested the money into the city and this beautiful community that I love so much. And we're get- poignant <laughs> metaphor. We're going to have a parade. We're oh, going to spend it on a parade. No. no. Um, so we go to Claus. We go to Claus, we go to Claus Wisconsin. 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 Uh, and the, in this envelope, there is a picture that can only be described <laughs> as photoshopped. It is uh, Daniel. You'll post it on. Twitter, We're not right? even going to have a trailer for this episode. It's just going to be that tree. I think. Yeah, it's perfect. Oh um, my god, it's the most photoshopped tree I've ever seen in my so whole life. Let me let me do a good job describing this uh, picture. Um, so it is. <laughs> so it's a <laughs> it's a developed photo that looks like it was taken on a disposable camera. And yes. like they went to Walgreens to develop it. They, there are, uh, it's the tree, which is huge. And it's in the center. It is like a fall day. Yes. And there are photoshopped in cows grazing around the tree. Cows in which we never see in the rest of the movie. No. There are no more cows in this movie other than in this picture. Not even, we go to this farm. We are standing on this on this acre of this land, of this farm, and we do not see cows out, period. Mind you, mind you, we hear them. We do hear them. We These, do hear moose. We, we hear cows. We hear chickens. We What kind of farm? It's in every kind of farm ever. It's a Christmas tree farm. It's a, it's a egg farm. It's a milk farm. It's... Like, like what else what else do you need it's a it's it's a farm you know it's claus wisconsin claus wisconsin you know they have a big christmas festival there of course uh we're introduced then to mark blucas who plays sam mcnary which that's a fake name that's a fake name uh he uses um what could only be described as turning a normal statement into a slur where Holly comes up and they're talking and she's like, I love Christmas. And he says, quote, oh, you're one of those holiday people. That's so funny. Dude, it's Christmas. What are you? It, <laughs> Bro, you live in Claus, Wisconsin. You live in Claus, Wisconsin. What I love about Mark Bluke, I want to talk about Mark Lucas for a second. Which, it, Daniel, it does sound like you are... Trying, trying to, to remember Lucas? George. It's, it sounds like you're trying to remember George Lucas's name. It's like who's that? A uh, Mark Lucas guy, who's who made Star Wars? That's what it sounds like. Nope, Mark Lucas. Lucas. B l u c a s. Uh, uh-huh. Mark. Mark Lucas. What I love looking through Mark's. What I love looking through Mark's 
IMDb page here. It is exclusively uh-huh. <laughs> it is exclusively rom coms or very intense crime thrillers. So he, okay, here's my take on. Let's oh talk about God. the the actors and their chemistry. Okay. Yes. Yes. Because Mark. So Mark Lucas shows up. Right. He looks like and Nick I'm Lachey. Like, right. Um, I don't think I've seen a picture of Nick Lachey. I don't think I could spot Nick Lachey in a lineup. Uh, he and his wife do Love is Blind. Hold on. He and Vanessa do do Love is well, Blind. How do, you spell it? how do you spell his last name? L-A-C-H-E-Y. I feel like I've been here before. I, we I have feel like definitely... we've had this exact conversation before because I feel like Mark Blucas has shown up in another... Hallmark movie. I was you looking go, through. He looks like Nick Lachey. He I, he does look like he looks like Nick Lachey's tough older brother who did boxing a bit longer. Yeah. Okay. Here's so when Mark Lucas, Sam McNary, the, Sam the character name shows up on my screen, I go, oh, that's a side character, who, yes. and then we're gonna meet his hotter brother. Yep. But as it turns out, like during the scene, like this movie makes it very overt that this is the romantic interest with like music and the dialogue and what have you yeah and like i was not convinced that this guy was going to be a romantic lead at the beginning of the scene but i was more than convinced by the end yeah i was like they have some mad chemistry together mm-hmm. they he's a good actor he is and they're so is, both good actors. they're both really good yeah brook to brook to uh brook to orsi was in uh was in royal pains that like medical um oh. show for a while I think she's wonderful. Yeah, both of them killed it, and they Mark, and they both have during the inevitable. Can I can I briefly summarize this movie so we can kind of ping pong a bit better? Yeah, go. This literally going. this whole movie is Holly goes to Sam and is like, "I want your I want your Christmas tree." He's like, "No, my parents carved their initials into that tree. I don't want to give up this piece of my family history." And my and my mom died a year ago. And my mom died a year ago, and I got a divorce a year ago. Uh, and my but my son wants to give up the tree. My sister wants to give up the tree. My granddad, my dad, the grandfather who carved his name in the tree, is also kind of wants to give the way of the tree. Right. Most of this movie is just a back and forth of will they, won't they give up this fucking tree, and <laughs> just give up the tree. Sam, just give me the tree. And uh, there's a point where she gets the tree. They fall in love in a terrible way. I, there is no oh, this is why we love each other. Scene. There's just oh, we love each other now. Yeah. This. This is one of our worst offenders of this we've seen so far, I think. They like kind of the, break the, up for a second because he eavesdrops on a phone call she's having with her friend where she's like, I finally feel like I'm home. I'm just going to get this tree and leave, meaning leave her job. But Sam hears that because he's spying on her through the door. I was so pissed. He freaks out. He goes out to her car. He gives what I could only describe when I was watching it as a like Manchester by the sea monologue of like very intense close up, very intense acting. It, it's so it's it feels jarring to watch this scene. Yeah, he's like yelling at her. It's, and it's great. Kind of he's like, great. Like he's doing yeah. a good job, but it's like this is still a Hallmark movie. Whoa. Yeah, the writing the writing is like like no no asking questions no clarifying details no i only heard what i heard and that is the highway yeah and then and then which this is something i didn't expect holly clarifies yeah and is like by the way i meant i was leaving chicago not klaus loved and then he's like and then instant forgiveness but like the deed is done like you showed your true colors dude you i'm sorry you freaked out over nothing and not even an understandable way just in a way where you were spying on her and then misinterpreted and didn't even bother to get a clarification like rough stuff 
they eventually get together. She doesn't get a, she gets a backup tree for the center. We kind of bail on the center and instead she gives all of the resources to decorate that tree to decorate Sam's tree. Yeah. And then she's in Klaus, like in the backyard. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the the movie. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of things. Um, so many dead parents in this movie. Let's see. Okay. So, uh, first off, yeah, there's two dead parents, two dead moms. Yeah. Three. The the third Holly's dad is dead too. Oh, I didn't know Holly's dad was dead. Both of her parents. She, she grew up on a farm as she very kindly reminds everybody in the room every 15 minutes. It's like, no, no, no. I'm not a city girl. I grew up on a farm. I want to be an art. I I went to school for Arbor, for Arbology. (laughs) Arbology. (laughs) <laughs> and I wanted to do that and then come back a, to the farm. <laughs> I'm a hydrangeist. <laughs> which is great. Uh, no, which is like totally great. But it's treated as this like, wow, so charming. Instead of just like, I, yeah, I wanted to work with trees. Oh, that's cool. That's interesting. That's a unique, that's a unique job. It's treated as this like, oh, that's when I knew I loved her. When I knew she wanted to study trees for a living. <laughs> So here's here's a few weird things I wanted to just sort of flag um, for us, Please. just to tickle us for at the end of this film. Um, so when Holly arrives at the farm for the first time, uh, and she's trying to do the hard pitch of "Give me that tree," yeah. Um, the uh, uh, Sam goes, "I'm sorry, Holly. It's not for sale." And then Holly goes, "No, <laughs> you're right." <laughs> You just give it to us. <laughs> I just for free. I want it. Yeah, I just take it. So is it, is that going to change your mind? And then, <laughs> and then he's like, "Yeah, no, that's the super not." So then they, so then they stay over for. She stays over for dinner that night, uh, and is introduced to uh, the grandfather. Hey, of grandfather, the, of the family. I think this is the maybe the best actor we've ever had in a Hallmark movie. Yeah, I mean, I he opened his mouth to speak, and I was like, Jesus Christ, is that Lear? God, his, that his King oh Lear? my God, it comes out and yeah, because because like the the dad the kid's like Grandpa, Grandpa, hey Grandpa, and he's like, Yes, son, what is it? Yeah, <laughs> how can what, I help? What you? can I get for you, son? <laughs> son, did you milk the cows this afternoon? And I'm like, Oh, this is this is of course right before here. he's like, Oh, oh, we've made dinner. Grilled cheese and pumpkin pie. And I, oh. It's like, oh, yeah. All right, man. Oh, yeah. Each their own, I guess. Fill the globe with that shit. Oh. Um, so at, and then at dinner. Yeah. Um, it, so uh, Holly is still making this pitch, which is like, listen, I want that tree. Can I have it? We're going to just cut it down and bring it to Chicago. And then he goes, so after you cut down the tree, where does the tree go? Like, what do you do with the tree? Yeah. And then she goes, don't worry. We cut it up and use it for lumber to build veterans houses after Christmas. Which, hey, that's cool. You know, my thing is like, <laughs> I like for, for me, like <laughs> that. That's even more so like, oh, it's gone. Like it's yeah. gonna be completely hundred percent gone, mm-hmm. and then after it's used for a material purpose, then you cannot save it no. because eventually, like those houses need to be renovated, and those houses, like you know, yeah. So in in forty years, everything that is of your tree will be gone. Yeah. So I that was like, ma'am, you need new pitch techniques because th- this shit isn't working for sentimental trees. I like, ping pong on being on his side and being on her side. Um, nearly every other scene. 
Yeah. Because in the beginning, me, I'm like, I'm with, I'm with you, man. That's an important part of your family history. You want your kid and, and your grandkids to be able to enjoy that tree? Absolutely. No question. I'm on your side. And then Holly, I'm kind of like, you just got to leave. He said yeah, no. And then she's like, no. well, no, he said maybe. And it's like, it's, it's a no. Just like, just let it go. It's fine. Go call one of the, and then just like, they cut to her at one point and she's literally like, I have a backup just in case. And it's like, then why are you bothering with this one? <laughs> Yeah, you have a backup. You have a backup. Like, just go, just go get it. She's like, but it's not. Um, it's not the right one. Okay, oh, you don't Christ. have time. At literally at one point, it like breaks on the news, and it's like there's been a scandal of some kind because a reporter is like, and and she first of all, no offense to Chicago, she calls Chicago the heart of America, which that's not the case. It's not no. the case. It's just no, that's not. just not true. That's she's just like, not true. She's like, has the heart of America lost its Christmas spirit? There's still no tree up, and her boss texts her like. We are out of time. <laughs> and, and is like threatens with firing her if there's no tree, which there is a tree. There is she a tree. She just has to leave Klaus. Just get All out. All she has to do is leave. She doesn't even have to. Her boss, like when she eventually, when Sam's like, you can take the tree. Her boss is like, I'm coming down there to supervise the transportation myself. And I'm just like, what are you going to do? What yeah, could wait, you like, possibly contribute, you middle manager, to cutting down, <laughs> transporting a 95 foot tall Christmas tree? There's nothing you can contribute to this endeavor. So, and here, okay, here, Daniel. Yeah. An hour into the movie, it felt like the movie was over. 100%. And I wish it was. This is a 16-minute scene. then we got that stupid one-sided phone call. This is Um, a 16-minute scene they have stretched out into an hour and 20-minute movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. that is the case. I I will say the movie was over when the grandpa, for me, when the grandpa was like, yeah, have the tree. Because I feel like the grandpa knew the his uh, sam's mom yes. better than anybody mm-hmm. so if he thinks that she would want the tree or she would want the tree to be donated yeah. then it, movie's over and if the if the dad was younger if when it's a little kid who's like no 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 they don't want that and like an, an adult who knew that person better is like yes they would i understand it like the kid does not understand that this is a grown-ass man yeah this is a grown-up adult man and, and the, the grandfather's are like look i know my wife I know what she would have wanted. She would have loved to to inspire people with this tree. We can argue about whether that's right or wrong all we want. But the grandpa says this. The son goes, son should just go, okay. All right, if that's what you think she'd want. Okay. Yeah. Can we we cut off the part of the bark that has their initials so we can preserve that? Yeah. Like, like that's, that seems like an easy solution. Like, frame it. Like, like put it in epoxy or something. You don't sit there and go, oh, I'm going to take your tree. I'm going to display it. And then I'm going to chop it up. I'm going to put it through a planer multiple times, make sure it's nice flat boards, just shaving away decades of family history. Uh, and then people are going to put nails and screws and drywall in it, wiring, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a house. And somebody will shit within the walls Someone, yes. of your family's tree. Yes. Somebody will. <laughs> people will eat. People will sleep. People will do all of the things they do in the home. Made from your family's very important Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, Daniel. Yeah. Um, let's do naughtiest and jolliest Ooh. because I feel like I feel like we this is gonna be a tough one. <sighs> I I have I have one. Okay, please. I, I have one for naughtiest, which I feel like is the difficult one yes. for this. Yeah. Uh, I feel like naughtiest is going to be uh, Holly's assistant 
or co-worker friend it's unclear what their working yes, relationship is friend with the crazy middle ponytail yeah so she has uh she has a co-worker holly does back in in chicago who is sort of like the devil on her shoulder where she's like why aren't like why aren't you doing xyz like why aren't you like exploiting the masses like, like that literally that sort of vibe <laughs> and holly's like can you get off my back lady she's the naughtiest jolliest i feel like i'm gonna have to go with the grandpa i I, it's a must it's a must his heart is so pure and his voice can can melt butter yes i'm gonna maybe be controversial i agree with your jolliest no question Mm. naughtiest i think is holly okay explain um i think holly is a great example of the type of character who is who just she's just kind of stringing this along longer than it needs to be right like just let it let it go it's okay but she but she is using this family to kind of explore her own regrets in life mm. in a in a way that just rubs me the wrong way is that an intense reading of the movie absolutely i'm the first to admit that but it's it's weird uh and i and i think she really jumps into this relationship without a lot of consideration which so does sam but he's in a lot more emotionally vulnerable spot i think she does exploit sam's emotional vulnerability because a year is not a long time no for for you to be divorced and for you to lose a mom i so i think about this a lot I, I just saw a tweet that was about uh, Mormon marriage culture, oh, and it was yeah. a tweet of a member of that family who had, I think, four other siblings, okay. and they detailed their journey to marriage and journey to like having partners. Okay, and a lot of them like they got married super young. Yeah, uh, and it was like they like this person met their spouse dated for weeks were engaged for a month and then got married at the end of that month and then divorced x amount of days later or x amount of like months later and she said i'm i was ostracized for waiting to like like date for a while and stuff but i am the only one who is still married Uh, and it does not have not divorced so I feel as though a lot of these Hallmark movies, like, I, and we've talked about this, mm-hmm. like these people get like functionally feel like they're getting engaged 100%. because they're moving in together at the end of meeting for like three weeks mm-hmm. max. Yeah. So I feel as though we are watching the beginning of something that could not possibly uh, go well because no. Daniel, when you, when you move in with someone, yeah, I don't really think about love i think about the logistics of like how are we going to live together yeah you know like bills to pay sure and i don't see i don't see any of these people talking about bills no i see them talking about christmas trees and christmas cookies holly has a multiple story home in what is sold to us as the heart of chicago (laughs) how does she afford this home the heart of america the heart of america yes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah yeah everyone knows the heart of america is kansas city hell yeah baby <laughs> i actually don't know what i would call the heart of america i feel it Nothing. would feel I think elitist it's too big to, to call have a heart 
yeah, New York, the heart. I don't think that's the case. No, I think there's probably an East Coast and a West Coast heart. Yeah. Philadelphia. No. And Reno, Nevada. <laughs> no. <laughs> the hearts of America. No. Like a snake. No. Two hearts. Trenton, New Jersey. Yeah, thank you. And. Good shout out. And uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> That was you pick Nevada. You could have picked anywhere. How about Trenton, New Jersey? And oh damn it! Now I'm in this spot. <laughs> Idaho Falls, Idaho. Ooh, ooh, easy. Okay, Trenton, New Jersey. Oh, <laughs> Cedar Falls, Iowa. <laughs> Great. It has to have falls in it. Yes. That's I, our Midwest. That's our Midwest falls. home. That's the Midwest heart of America. Uh. If it's got to have falls in it, then Buffalo, New York. Buffalo, New York. Ooh. It does have falls in it. It has the Niagara Falls in it. Ayo. Redding, California. <laughs> okay. Um, connections. Daniel, connections. That's right. I, I, the, yeah, the point of the show. It's weird. <laughs> the, literally the point of the show. <laughs> Daniel, that's correct. Couple of couple of things jumping out at me. Okay. Obviously, the Angel Wings logo of the Radcliffe group. Okay. Fascinating. Oh, damn, dude. That's that's good. That's good. Uh, I mean, I mean, Claus, Wisconsin. I don't even know how we begin to to figure out how that works. Yeah, I I have um I have some stuff for Claus. Okay, those uh, are. But the it's not. Sorry. Yeah, it's not really related to to Claus though. That's okay. Sort of the, uh, what happened? Sorry. And one other thing. Those are my two big things that jumped out at me. One other thing, not a connection. Uh, at one point, she throws down her papers that show her designs for the tree. And they are yeah. done in highlighter. <laughs> well, of course, Daniel. They're lights. They have to be. It has hey, to be in a hey, highlighter. That's a good explanation, actually. That's an explanation. <laughs> if, if a professional tree person was like, "There, it's lights. It's got to. We got to look at how it's, it's going to blur. It's got to be in a highlighter." Hey, all right, fair enough. That's a good point. All right, I'll accept that. Right, listen, I, I'm looking after for my girl Holly. Uh, okay. So my my thing is, you know how in Smash Bros. trailers, they are given a envelope that has the Smash Bros. insignia yes, on yes. it. And that's how they are told they're joining Smash. Yes, 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 yes. I yes. have a sneaky suspicion that Christmas tree submissions are a sort of version mm. of like a disguised application for something or other. Because I know we've had Christmas tree farms quite a bit. Oh, quite a bit. In quite a bit in in our uh world so maybe the radcliffe the radcliffe center is fielding applications in that way um yeah. where it's like you need to sort through these and uh like holly holly is obviously not involved so let me paint this picture let me paint this story please okay holly is going to sift through these uh submissions and she's going to find like shitty trees and really tall trees whatever yeah she keeps those letters in that box and upper management is like yeah just give us the box of the submissions that end up don't going through upper management comes through those submissions for secret keywords and mm. they, it is sort of like a a dressed up message to upper management saying hey I got a Christmas angel friend and I think they need help or like things like that. Or it's like those, those shitty 10 foot trees are actually coded messages for, for Radcliffe center. How do you like that? I love that. 
what a fun little what a fun little connection there. That's super and interesting. They, and then we kind of tie in this angel wing thing. This yeah. is kind of a middle management, uh, not search and rescue, just kind of search group. Yeah, it's a it's a search. That's yeah. fascinating. I love that. I love that connection. Let me see if I have another one. <laughs> I might. I might. I might. Reaching the um, reaching the big bag of toys here. Let me see what I got. Yeah, and I think that's it. I think that's all I have. I think that's a perfectly fine I, one. Yeah, that's a great one, and it connects our two connections. Yes, and then the mystery of Klaus shall shall remain. Uh, uh, Klaus is or mm. Claus, as they say. I, it's spelled Klaus. Yeah, uh, K L A U S. The same way that like towns in Ohio <laughs> are not <laughs> yeah. are not pronounced the way you would think. Uh, Klaus. Uh, it's like U- Utah has that problem too. Mm. Uh, when you're driving on the highway in Utah, it's like, oh, it's it's a hurricane. We're going to hurricane, and everybody looks at you and it's like, you mean a hurricane? You idiot! There's a road here in Charlottesville uh, spelled R I O. How do you say R I O? Rio. Wrong. It's Rio. What? No one, why? I've, I've, Which is why? No idea, man. No idea. It infuriates me. It's Rio, Rio Road. The Rio Grande. The Rio Grande the, the, River. The Rio Grande. I love it. Okay. Um, I don't know D- if we have time this week to do a review, but maybe we'll write one in between. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll write one up. Yeah. Um, okay. Anything else? What is the next movie uh, that we're watching, Daniel? Next movie. First of all, these movies are looking better and better. It's got to be said. I, I this I liked this I I did I did I I didn't care for the end but I liked this movie overall. Nope. Oh, we got the sweetest Christmas. Lacey's Ooh. back. Lacey, a struggling pastry chef, is thrilled to learn that she has made it to the finals <laughs> of the American Gingerbread Competition. Oh, but thank God! Distractions in her love life threaten to derail her dreams of taking home the grand prize. <gasps> And she's going to discover that maybe baking isn't all that. And what is all that is husband. Maybe you need maybe you need a little bit of help in the kitchen sometimes, even if you're a woman. <laughs> just to be clear, that was parody what you just 100%. said. A hundred percent. That's that's what Hallmark <laughs> always is saying. I was like, I was like, please tell me that was not no, written 100%. down on <laughs> No, Hallmark is always doing this with its female characters where it's like, oh, even in these traditionally feminine roles, sometimes you need a man to fix sometimes, things. <laughs> sometimes what you need most is a man's point of that's, view. I think that's all <laughs> these movies are is... Have you considered it from a white man's perspective? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you have you ever have you asked any of the men in your life about what they would do? Have you asked a father, a grandfather, a business partner, a <laughs> random man on the street? As long as he is white and moderately to extremely attractive, then you can ask him for his feedback. Have you consulted a Salvation Army Santa recently? <laughs> Have you consulted the man with the bell? Have you have you spoken to our Lord and Savior, Salvation Army yes. Santa? Um, well, have uh, you heard the good really... news? You too can speak to a white man who's never done your job. Because how much you? Because like this is a woman who's made it to the national gingerbread competition. This is a professional right. pastry chef. There's going to be a scene where a white man comes in and is like, "Have you um? Have you considered? You try to like this, maybe." Yeah, how, I've never how done hard your job. Can it be? Yeah, <laughs> I've years of experience. What? 
Um, anyway, leave five stars. Jesus Christ. By the way, that was AI all artists parody. not love Hallmark movies, but it's like, <laughs> oh, I can just like walk in and like just, yeah, I can pretend like I know what I'm doing and just type it in or give some advice and then it'll spit out whatever I need, you know? <laughs> No need for trial and error or learning from experience. I could just do it. Uh, well, A, I would love it if you left five stars Ooh, on Apple Podcasts. That was good. And uh, you could also leave <laughs> us a review. That really helps us out. You can leave us five stars on Spotify as yes. well. And make sure you hit that follow button so you get notifications for when we go live. You can also visit our website, www.mistletoesecret.com. You could leave uh, a uh, fill out a message at the bottom of the page, that contact form, and tell us your version of the story so far. Or you could do the same by sending us an email, mistletoesecret at gmail.com. You you can also follow us on Twitter at HCU Secret on Twitter.com. Yeah. Daniel, you got anything? Yes, we got a quick email from friend of the pod, Ruby, who sent us a wonderful quick Ruby. theory here. Maybe the town in Marry Me is called Fool's Gold because all its citizens are fake blondes. Incredible. Wait, that's what incredible. Da- Daniel, think about think about the layers of that. Yes. Think about the that, that's amazing. It's incredible. I don't need to say anything more. That's that's perfect. No, Ruby, just like done thank and done. You. And if you, hey, um, hey, send us an email with your theory. We're gonna, yeah, we're probably gonna and, read and it. We'll as put long it as canon. Not, Hold on, let me let canon. me write that down. Ruby, canon, canon, canon. As canon. long as it is not offensive against any peoples, we will read it. Fools gold, fake blondes. I love it. Amazing. What a, what a straightforward, poignant, wonderful theory. <laughs> uh, Daniel, the intro and outro music. Uh, was written by Colin Robertson. The intro music, of, of course, is called. It's called Grandpa's Voice is Like a Roaring Fire. Oh, and of course, the outro music is called Initials on the Tree. Ooh. My name is Trey Plutnicki. Daniel Kunkel. And I'm reminding you to stay jingling and stay jolly. Thank you for listening. I gave myself chills. That was good. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, baby. Ooh. Ooh.